0: Hey everyone, it's Caitlin. And Amanda from the Wolfpack Girls and the Team Wolf Podcast. This week's episode was all about understanding your true connection to styles, so I'm pretty pissed that no one asked me to hop in that freezer to try to remember him. You're not a werewolf. You would have di- died. I would have
1: died. For love. All right then. Well, we revisited so many iconic Teen Wolf moments in this episode, and I can't wait to start talking about them.
0: So this episode starts off, and Liam is trying to convince the sheriff that they need Theo's help. Because this seems to be a common theme ever since Liam brought Theo back. And I think it's really just his way of being like, look guys, I didn't really mess up. Like, we could really use him. Yeah, Liam doesn't want to look like he screwed up
1: everything. Like, maybe once or twice his plans didn't go the way he hoped, but... Yeah, but I also don't think that,
0: like... Theo, bringing Theo back has been a bad idea at all.
1: I don't think it was a bad it idea It actually either. hasn't
0: gone south at all, oh, maybe because they locked him in a in a jail cell, which speaking of which, everyone in the sheriff's station is like now gone, and the station is trashed, and Liam realizes that everyone's gone, and the sheriff doesn't think that they could have taken anyone, and um, they didn't take any, everyone because Theo is still locked up, which is weird that they left him in the cage. Yeah. Or I guess not a cage, it's a jail cell, but I guess same thing. Because clearly they can
1: get to whoever they can get to whoever. All they had to, to do was shoot. To, but they didn't.
0: They didn't want Theo.
1: I wonder why. And so they're talking about breaking Theo out. And the sheriff's like, I don't trust this kid. And Theo's like, trust is not important right now. Like, it's us against them. Yeah,
0: realistically, they kind of need Theo because there's like how many people left in Beacon Hills now? Like, five or six?
1: yeah maybe if that
0: if that like being the power and numbers
1: yeah and so the sheriff's like look like if you do anything remotely suspicious like you're done you're out mm-hmm. and literally like i'm killing you and so he's like you want to get out of here like which this scene kind of confused me to be quite honest with you he, the sheriff's like tell me one thing like tell me one thing you remember about my son mm-hmm. and theo's like come on sheriff let me out let me out and it's this whole situation because the ghost riders are coming and Theo's like he was smart like he was smarter than not to trust me and then the sheriff lets theo out of the jail cell so i don't really understand that scene do you have any
0: insight i think it's because their main goal is to save styles and like that's what the sheriff is thinking and i guess liam keeps saying like well he remembered styles he remembered styles but like he could be lying so i'm thinking that this was the sheriff's way of being like okay if you really remember Styles, you'll tell me one fact about my son. Uh, I mean that's at least what I interpreted. No, that sounds What right. I also interpreted was Theo, somebody to die for, the great YouTube video that I'm sure no one actually watched but how <laughs> it's many times my have we referenced
1: it now? I think 3. Oh, I think boy. this is number 3. So, this whole debacle happens and the ghostwriters show up. Of course. Of course. And they they came and they took a real they took a real player. Out of the game here. They
0: took my second favorite Teen Wolf character ever, which is Sheriff Noah Stilinski. Now, what am I supposed to do without Styles and Sheriff? At this point, I am begging the Ghost Riders to take me, but they're just leaving me in the corner of the sheriff Station because, yes, I am physically there. <laughs> of course you are. And so now the Sheriff's gone, and
1: my immediate thought was like, what happens? Does he reunite with Styles in that train station? Once again, where is everyone? I don't know. Are they all having a party in the train station? Because I think we've mentioned it before. If they all get taken, then, well, they're all together. So
0: And then the Ghost Riders have their own show.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so the Ghost Riders are there. They're trying to basically take Theo and Liam. And in probably one of the greatest scenes of the whole season, Theo and Liam get into the sheriff's car, but they can't uh, find the right keys.
0: This is, like... I think this may be my favorite. We actually don't see Liam and Theo interact that much or like we haven't in previous seasons. I think because he's been so, Theo has been so focused on Styles and Scott, but like the dynamic between the two of them in this scene, like had me on the floor. Like this was one of the greatest scenes ever. Also, I think because it was like very much, I felt Cody Christian and Dylan Sprayberry Mm -hmm. and not just yeah Liam and Theo
1: yeah so they're trying to find the right keys and Liam pulls out this it's like a whole box with a ton of keys and he's like there's a lot of keys here and he keeps handing them to Theo and they're not working and Theo's like I really feel like you're not even trying right now and
0: right after that I don't know if, like anyone caught it but like I know that Liam's trying to say something but all I heard was like <laughs> <laughs> it was the, maybe the best ever like I can't it was such so a good, good, so good and Katie like recorded it while it was happening and sent it to me and she was like I can't stop watching this. It's so it's it's so good. But then basically after what is one of the greatest scenes ever, they finally find the right key, run over a ghost rider and get the hell out of there. Thank God. So they're on the way to the hospital to hide
1: because Liam's apparently the expert on Beacon Hills Memorial and they get there and Liam turns on the ambulance sirens. And Theo's like, what the heck are you doing? Because like,
0: it's clear, like, okay, well, now the Ghost Riders know where you are. Yeah.
1: And Liam's like, no, no, no. Like, I want to bring them here. That way they're not going to Scott.
0: Because who, that's a whole other mission we'll get to. That's a whole to. other story
1: we're going to talk about. But basically, you can't go near Scott because he's busy. So Liam's kind of like, look, like, we got to go. And, you know, you are all, to Theo, he's like, you're, you know, you always do things for yourself. So I'm going to look out for me. And I'm going to do mm-hmm. what I have to do. And Theo's like, I'm on your side as long as it helps me. So he's kind of, you know, testing out the waters. Like, maybe I can prove that I am a trustworthy guy. But
0: also, if I'm about to die, screw it. Yeah, you, basically, Liam. like, I'm only looking out for myself. Um, and then Liam came up with a brilliant idea to go to, like, the morgue with all the dead bodies because the Ghost Riders go after the living, so they want to hide with the dead. And so they start barricading themselves in the Morgan. All I can think is that this is, like, the worst nightmare. Like, are
1: but it's also, like, Theo's nightmare.
0: Yes, because he keeps seeing his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Liam kind of admits to Theo that he's going to do exactly what Theo would do to him, and he's going to use him as bait. And I was like, damn, Liam. I didn't think you had it in you. And you did. You did. And right on cue, the sirens stop. Which means that the Ghost Riders are there.
1: And as always, the Ghost Riders find
0: their target. So they find Liam and Theo and they start
1: shooting. And Theo and Liam are like, screw this. Like, we're going to fight back. And they end up killing a Ghost Rider. Which
0: is insane because up until Mr. Douglas bit that thing, the pineal gland out of his head, the Ghost Rider's head, like, I thought that there was no, actually, probably no other way to kill them. Because why is it taking so damn long? I don't know. and It's, it's like, taken nine episodes. We needed
1: Theo earlier on in the damn season yeah. then. And so now after Theo kills a ghost rider, a ghost rider is trying to kill him. And Liam actually saves Theo by shooting the ghost rider with its own gun. And
0: then he shoots another. And... It's just, like, they get rid of them. Yeah. Which, also, another great scene, which was so, once again, Cody and Dylan, is right after they realize what they've done, and they're, like, really proud of themselves, they go to do this little fist bump, but then more Ghost Riders show up, so it kind of breaks the happiness. And um, Theo throws Liam in the elevator, but, like, doesn't go in himself, which seems weird, until Liam asks him what's going on, and Theo says that he's being the bait, which reminds me of, like, I know, like, the past couple of episodes, you've been saying that, like, Peter's been very selfless. And I think this is, like, one of the first times I've seen Theo in, like, an actual selfless manner where he he's like, okay, I need to save Liam. Because he just saved my life sort of a situation. Yeah,
1: I, I definitely think this is the first time that we're seeing him kind of with a new perspective that he can be that guy he just chooses not to be. Um, so all of this is going on. And we're back to Scott, how we said, you know, the ghostwriters have to be lured away from Scott because he's in the middle of something right now. So, Malia, Scott, and Lydia are in – are they in the bunker? Is that where this thing is located?
0: I honestly couldn't tell you. I mean, at first I thought they were in the bunker because it looks like they were in, like, the tunnels. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's, like, Argent's bunker, right? Yes. And didn't Argent originally take Parrish there, like, a few seasons ago? So I guess that is. But I still have no idea what that Parrish thing is. That he goes and, like, sleeps in, but it's, like, freezing cold. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, but they go there and they put Scott inside of Parrish's little nap time pod, (laughs) which I wish we had at work, because I would love a nap pod sometimes. Yeah, same. Um... And they they turn it on and it gets really cold. And Malia calls him a werewolf freezy (laughs) (laughs) Pop, which is just great. Malia's been like so good with these lines this season. She had, I mean, thank
1: you to the writers of Teen Wolf (laughs) for (laughs) giving Malia these lines Unless Shelly's
0: ad-libbing them. Thank you, Shelly, for uh, for your performance. Thank you, Shelly, for bringing Malia Tate Hale to life. I don't know what her proper name would be. Malia Tate or Malia Hale? I
1: think Hale.
0: I think she'd conform to a Hale now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Lydia is talking to Scott, and she's like, you need to concentrate on style. And at this
0: point, I really have no idea what the hell is going on. And I
1: think, I mean, I don't understand how this was supposed to work, but basically they were trying to slow down Scott's heart to a point where he was, like...
0: Almost dead.
1: Yeah, and, like, I guess it was, like, a a hypnosis kind of state where, like...
0: Honestly, I have no idea. Well, actually, maybe it has to do with something... Back in um season 3A, when they when Alice and Scott and Styles were all dunked in, like, the freezing cold water and they put them at that state to find their parents. Oh, yeah. So maybe there's some sort of connection because, like, the only thing that I know that's happening right now is he's getting very, very cold and slowing down his heart rate, which obviously happened when they were dunked into the things. And then they go into, like, this weird state where they're, like, not – they're, like, in different places – remember i don't know i feel like maybe that's what they were trying to do that's what it sounds also, like. also where's dr deaton oh
1: my god i forgot about him he would have been a big help in this situation like he
0: would have been a big help this whole season
1: where where is dr deaton i
0: <laughs> i don't know which is why i asked yeah like right wow i forgot all about him he's a big help and maybe we would have found styles not by episode nine we haven't even found him yet but like if
1: theo got brought back earlier and and dr Dr. eaton Eaton was was here styles
0: would have been here in episode two
1: styles would have never even gotten taken
0: this is true Anyway, so he's he's concentrating on styles, his eyes are glowing red, and then like we're back in his house. And he's like walking through the halls of his house, and like we hear these weird, like old lines of styles like You kissed her, Scott, you kissed Lydia, which I completely forgot that Scott Me and Lydia too. had a little make out session. I wanna go
1: back and watch that episode. I feel like I wanna go back and one. watch the whole series. Me like
0: too. Especially after this episode because, like, then we start to see, like, flashbacks of season one of Styles training up Scott on the first full moon. And, like, that's, that's wild. And it's so wild that Scott is starting to have, like, an
1: information overload. And Lydia's like, this isn't working because he's starting to freak out and his heart rate is getting lower and lower. And Lydia's like, okay, Scott, like, we need to do this slowly. We're going to do it step by step. And she's like, imagine you're in the high school and that... Every memory you have with Styles is behind a different locker. So Scott opens the first locker, and he hears Styles going like, Scott, I don't know where I am. And it sounds like when he was
0: in the woods. Yeah, when he um, – oh, my God. That really like, – it's one. I think it's from my favorite episode when – I think it was from <laughs> Riddled when he's, like, crying like because he thinks that he's chained up mm-hmm. by that dude. Then a Gitsune would be his <laughs> – That dude. But he was really just in the woods, and it was like really scared because, like, it was scary because it looked like it seemed like Styles was trying—not Styles, Scott was trying to help him in this scene, but he also had no idea what the hell was going on because he's like also in a school. He's like, I can't. He kept trying to call him. A mess. A hot mess. Sorry, continue. I really cut you off there. I just really love that episode and watch. That's not even. That would be. That was really wrong. I'm anyway, not, I need, I'm not
1: fact checking you. so
0: I need to go watch Riddled.
1: So it's getting too cold, and Malia thinks that it's not enough to just like have a memory of Styles. You need to have a true connection. A connection needs to be made because of a memory, and it needs to be a deep emotional connection. So Malia starts to talk Scott through a moment an emotional connection. She says, Scott, at the start of the year, Styles was trying to find a place for you guys to live after graduation. He said you were getting an apartment together, and I remember saying something to Styles, something like, it's not always a good idea to live with your friends, even your best friend, but Styles said it wouldn't matter because you weren't just friends. You were more like brothers. And in that moment, I knew what was about to come next, and I already started crying. Ugh,
0: the Motel California scene. One
1: of the greatest scenes ever of Teen Wolf, one of the most
0: emotionally distressing I ones. actually think it was, like, in, it might have been one of the first, like, because it was season two, so it might have been one of the first, like, very, very emotional Teen Wolf yeah. Scenes, especially between Scott and Styles. I
1: remember this episode and I remember it just being so different than anything we had seen before mm-hmm. because of how trippy and emotional and deep it really got with all the
0: characters. And like that was a, like Scott was trying to kill himself. And Styles was going to go with him. Yeah. He was like, if you're going to do this, we're going to do this together because you're my brother. Oh, <laughs> wow. But so- then all of a sudden Scott's out of the tank and Lydia says it's because his heart rate dropped so low that he was going to die. So it, it clearly didn't work. But, like, Scott wants to go back in because clearly they were getting somewhere because that, that emotional connection between the two is so deep because they basically are brothers. It's just that he he couldn't be in the tank any longer because it's freezing cold. Um, so Malia decides that they can't give up and that if they need someone that had a connection with Styles, she knows that she did because Styles is the first person that, like, Malia actually connected with on, like, a human level. So – she decides to go in, and instead of it being lockers in the school with the memories, it's she's in the library, and every book is a li- uh, is a library. No, every, every book bo- is a library. <laughs> if if only if you believe, um, every book <laughs> is a memory, um, of her and Styles.
1: Yes. So she grabs a book, and <laughs> it's her and house with Styles, and she punches him, which. I forgot about that episode. I, I forgot f- about that I whole situation. That they were, I forgot that they were in Ikenhouse House together. Me too. But so she's like, that's not the memory that I'm trying to get for. And she grabs another book and it's Siles chaining her up. And she keeps grabbing books and she keeps grabbing books. And we finally get to the memory, which my favorite thing about this was guessing what the memory was going to be. So in that first one, when Molly is like, you know, he said you were brothers. I was like, oh, it's Motel, California. But for this one... I had a feeling we were going to get to this scene where... I
0: actually forgot all about this scene. I
1: remember it. And Styles has to... They were all trapped or... They were all dying of something.
0: Yeah, they were all in some... I think it was in the school. Was it in the school? No,
1: they weren't in the school. They looked like they were in the tunnels. But Styles needed to go find something. Yeah,
0: because there was a, um, some, like, poison or something yes. in the air that was, like, killing them all. So he had to leave. And she was so worried about him not coming back for her. So she... She was like, You're coming back, right? And he was like, Yeah, I'd never leave you behind. And like that, that one like hurt me just to watch that because it's like Styles would never leave her behind, but like technically he did when he got taken. Yeah.
1: And then she, you know, she didn't have that anchor there anymore. Yeah. And so she goes to grab another book after that memory, but she starts literally like freezing. And something's happening and they grab Malia out. And there's like an inkling of a moment where they think that a portal actually opened in the room. And so they're so close. And Scott's like, Lydia, like, you have to go in there because I don't think anyone had the connection that you guys had. Okay.
0: This is where I'm going to have to stop you. All right. because I have a lot of uh, thoughts about this and like I I love S- Styles's relationship with I think like everyone in this show. Like I've made it very clear that like I mean maybe I didn't, I don't remember, that I love Styles and his dad's relationship so much. And I love Styles and Scott. I even love Styles and Theo like just their dynamic. So like I love Styles and Malia and I love Styles and Lydia and I don't really like have major ships when it comes to Styles because like I I love his actual relationship with every person. So, like, Stalia, Stidia aside, this kind of irked me a bit. Even though, like, I, I do like Lydia and Stiles together. Like, I would say that, especially in the beginning seasons, I, like, super hardcore, like, wanted them to be together. But like saying that Lydia's connection with styles is more than Scott's connection with styles like kind of like threw me off guard for a second well not for a second because I'm still thinking about it but like I just I don't know I feel like Scott is the one that has the strongest connection with him
1: I guess in a no I
0: guess you're I right, guess I was gonna say in a row
1: I know romantic way but it's a it's an emotional connection no matter what and like Scott considers,
0: considers <laughs> Scott considers Styles to be his brother, and like Styles considers Scott to be his brother. And like I get that Styles has had a crush on Lydia since the third grade, and that clearly like she was the last one who saw him, and the last one he spoke to, and the last person to forget him. But like I I still just feel like I I love this episode so much, and I love everything about it. But I think I would have loved it more if. Scott was the one that um, had the deepest connection because it's clear that it's going like, OK, wasn't Scott didn't work. Let's go to Malia. OK, Malia didn't work. And then now it's like Scott and Malia both realize like you like Lydia has to go in because Scott even says, like, I don't think anyone had the connection like you guys. And he realizes that from his memories, from when he he was in the Freezy Pop thing um, and. <laughs> and Malia even says like I saw it too you have to try Lydia and like I hated that because
1: it's like it like I feel like it's like a a, a dig a dag- in Malia yeah like
0: a dagger in the heart because it's like so clear that Malia's like let me try like I have such a connection with him and they obviously were together romantically and they were in a relationship and like Lydia and Styles were never in a relationship but, but like
1: in Malia's heart she knows like the guy she was with for so long always, always really loved, loved Lydia, Lydia. More.
0: And like, that's, oh, Uh, I think it just, it just really killed me. I wish it was Scott, but what can you do? We don't work on right in the show. So it's, it's Lydia who I still love. So she can't go into the
1: freezy pop because (laughs) she's not a werewolf. She's not going to survive. So
0: much like if I went in there, I would die. Exactly. But I could get hypnotized like Lydia. (laughs) shut up. We're not talking about
1: you. We are talking <laughs> about sake, Lydia. I'm just saying. So she gives Scott these instructions of how to hypnotize her, which honestly, that made me laugh because it was like, of course you have yeah. detailed instructions. And they all sit down and he starts to talk her through it. And now she's watching a TV and they're on the TV is all of her memories. With styles and she's flipping through them and like mm-hmm. her hand is even like pressing a remote which i am physically doing at this exact moment not that any of you can see it but yeah. i'm i'm doing it i
0: also i just wonder how it was like decided that like okay scott when he has his memories is going to be in the school hallway when malia is doing her memories it's in the library and when Lydia's doing it she's watching a television screen like, it's all very creative ways where, like, each memory's behind a locker, each memory's in a book, each memory's on a different TV station. But I just, like, wonder how that came to be, you know? Yeah. And, like, why each person, because it's like, I, was Malia ever in a library? Let's be real.
1: Very well. Well, there was that one time she was studying real hard.
0: <laughs> that, one <laughs> that one time. That one time. Has, Mal, has Lydia ever watched television? I feel like that should have been. Does
1: anyone watch television in Beacon Hills? They they got enough except entertainment. For kid, except for that kid, uh. He was in Canaan.
0: What was his name? Caleb? I want to call him Gale, but that's No, it was definitely Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> it was Caleb. I almost called him Alex again. The first <laughs> Man, Alex is Whatever the... happened to him? He got taken but in the what? first episode.
1: They never showed him again.
0: Because he got taken by the Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... <laughs> but when Style showed him... That's up what happened t- when he got seen but... <laughs> <him. laughs>
1: Is that, it's episode nine, and I'm just figuring out how it all works. <laughs> no, when Styles got to the train station,
0: why didn't he go look for Alex? Because Alex is the damn idiot that got them into this mess. It's I not would, his fault. But it is, because if he... You know who's... He actually, you know It's all Gwen's fault. No, you know who's... Gwen has nothing to do with this. You know she whose fault does. it is. Once again, love them, but it, Liam and Hayden, man, if they weren't trying to make out in the street when that car rolled on up and went, there's something wrong with this kid, let's bring him to Scott... Maybe they would have never gotten into this mess. But alas, here we are. Lydia's watching the television. She's trying to come up with memories. I'm still hating on Alex. <laughs> Amanda's still hating on Gwen. Always. Whatever happened to the other dude that was throwing the party? Who knows? What was his name? Nathan? Nathan.
1: All these people disappeared. Literally, like, off the show. But anyway, so Lydia's going through and all of a sudden she's
0: like, that's when it happened. Because it's the panic attack scene comes on.
1: And And we see the time that is having a panic attack and Lydia kisses him to calm him down. And it was their first kiss. First kiss. And Lydia's like, when I kissed him, that's when it all changed.
0: And then she starts to remember like being in the Jeep with him and remembering that he said, I love you. And then she like kind of panics and she's like, I never said it back. And like. It's weird to me that she's just now realizing it now because when they had that, like, when they had that phone call, when they had that weird, like, call in the Jeep, um, she, like, like, style said, remember what I said to you. Yeah. And.
1: I think in this moment it's she when like, she is realizes like, her true I guess feelings she's, for him.
0: And, like, is she physically watching her, like, is she watching old episodes of Teen Wolf? <laughs> like, you think she has it on DVD? Maybe. <laughs> just, like, just watching? Um. And then they they like hear something or they see something. Some light comes. Yeah, and they're looking, and it's like, oh my god, oh my god, what's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? And you see like a foot and and a hand. and they're like styles. But then you're looking at the clock of your TV, and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's already ten o'clock. So like, Sweet Vicious (laughs) is about to come on, and then the episode ends. (laughs) And, and you're Sweet like it just comes on. And you're
1: like and you're like what? <laughs> Cuz like, I saw that foot. I saw a foot and I know I did.
0: I'm so upset. I mean, I love Sweet Vicious, but it's like Sweet Vicious came out of the portal. <laughs> Cuz it's like for like 1 second you're like we're going to see Styles again. And then it just they're usually good at not ending on super duper cliffhangers that and they ended on a super cliffhanger. duper cliffhanger, which like does this mean that Dylan O'Brien will be in next week's episode? I'm hoping. And I hope
1: it means that this plan actually worked because everybody was becoming a freezy pop (laughs) and that Styles is hopefully coming back and coming back for good. What do you guys think?
0: Call in and leave your reactions and predictions at 929-26-WOLF1. That's 929-269-6531.
1: You might just be featured on our Teen Wolf preview show that comes out on Monday.
0: And as always, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Katie, that's K-A-I-T-I-I-I. And I'm at MandaBear, M-A-N-D-A-A-A-B-E-A-R-R. This episode of Team Wolf was produced by Michael Law, Kasha Mihailovic, Michael Catano, Mukta Mohan, and James T. Green for the MTV Podcast Network. You can subscribe to this and all our other shows at iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.